0: Now, this episode will be up on Wednesday, but to the listener, right now for us, it's Tuesday. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about games in well over a week, nearly a week and a half, me and you, Justin. Mm -hmm. It's felt like a a lifetime for me. Um, But I come to you with some sad news, Mm -hmm. and it is that the medium is no longer a part of of the Game Pass service. I know. I know. I'm surprised (sighs) as you are. A game as good, with like a, I'm sure like sixty five percent metacritic. It's probably like seventy.
1: Um, I know, I know. A game that yeah, beloved by you. Uh, yeah, my favorite game of uh, twenty twenty.
0: Yeah, my. Uh, was it twenty twenty? No, no, no.
1: no oh. I was just like, okay. like trying to like be that. very clear that it was not <laughs> in my top ten. You know.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, I had like a moment there. Okay, yes, twenty twenty one, January twenty twenty one. Even, um, it is no longer available. to play for free on the game pass service though
1: as we're recording it's still on game pass so i might uh zone out during this as i'm trying to finish a playthrough my final playthrough ever
0: and 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 i'm gonna it's gonna be hard for me to like you know edit out all the you you sobbing and like choking back tears and all that
1: how emotional the game gets
0: i know it's so emotional that main character marianne uh and her decision at the end to do something
1: that you really (laughs) don't have a choice about or do
0: you have a choice yeah no. Yeah, it's like yeah, but it's it's left left ambiguous, yeah.
1: um, for, for you, a potential sequel. Like, not spoiler. Don't you like shoot a child in that end of that game? Is that like basically? The, uh, so here <laughs> are the two options.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers for the media. Fuck you. Uh, it ends with with you find out that the Maw, the this villainous character uh, that's been chasing you the whole time, is like the embodiment of all the trauma from like your younger sister, who's like, I think surprise alive. Uh, and you have the option to shoot her. But then Marianne has this idea. No, maybe I'll just shoot myself. (laughs) And then the screen goes black and you hear the gunshot. And I like that because like, if, if it were me in her shoes, killing myself is like not even in the top 10 ideas of what, (laughs) like how I could resolve this situation. Um, yeah, no, that, that, that does
1: happen. Yeah, Okay. Um,
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, it's still available, you can play it on the PlayStation 5, in fact, I'm sure it's actually, probably does some cool stuff with the DualSense,
1: uh, I don't know that for sure or not, but... So, um, I'm just saying, like, as much as I talked up with that game, if I had to pay money for it, I don't think I would have had as glowing of a review.
0: And I, I got it for review yeah. uh, at DualShockers back in the day, yeah. and... Um, i felt cheated
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: <laughs> i was glad too. uh the, the person who who wrote the review his name's charlie uh he I, I was like texting like messaging him like hey is this bad like you don't like this do you and he's like no no no." <laughs> but apparently we were one of the only uh, uh sites that like really didn't like it. everything else everywhere else said you know decent visuals
1: um but uh, you know better than whatever. alan wake
0: I don't, I, know. hey, wow. <laughs> watch what you're saying here, uh, I recently played Alan Wake, Justin, so did you, game holds up, like, <laughs> it's great, it's got uh, some places to not I, could... th- I don't
1: know if it holds up, but it's infinitely more replayable than the medium,
0: Yeah. infinitely, yeah, oh right. my
1: goodness, yeah, yeah, but.
0: Th- can I say, this podcast has actually been just a, um, an avenue for me to gush about how much I love Alan Wake.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, and as yeah. I was,
0: as I was scrolling through um, Game Pass recently, actually, Alan Wake right at the top, right next to Alan Wake's American Nightmare. Or Alan Wake isn't there, but American Nightmare. Uh,
1: is. It's right next to Paparazzi.
0: <laughs> it's hitbox. What's in the fucking box? What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Hitbox, episode number seventy-nine. Can you believe ten weeks nice. ago? Well, I, you know, I'm glad we. That was, I think, when the game awards were, uh, because we it would have been a, an uncomfortable episode. I think.
1: Yeah. That, well, that
0: like I think we would have had fun to do, but like listening back would probably be a little bit. Much. If you use
1: enough pillows, it's not. Huh.
0: Yeah, Justin. I suppose. I suppose that's true. My name is Peter Huntsman. Joining me as always is the pillow master, Justin Makovich. <laughs> how are you, Justin? Uh, been... Let's move away from this, yes. this <laughs> daunting conversation topic. Tell me, how are you? How's your week been? It's been so long since I've talked to you I know. about things not related to work.
1: To work, yeah. No, uh, it's it's been great. Uh, I, I do have to say my my video game uh, playing has, has dropped uh, significantly. Um this yeah, week. Imagine. But hey, you know, uh there's still the, the world is happening. Nintendo directs are going through. Um things things are still moving forward in the world. I did find out, I don't know if you knew this. I was watching a video. I think it's called Google Lens. Are you familiar with Google Lens or something like that? Is that um wasn't that their like monocle?
0: Thing yeah, like, that was like, Google Glass, oh, that's Google Glass. Yeah, but there's like yeah. it's
1: like an app that you, I don't know, like scan stuff. But if you scan with that, the cover of Pokemon Sword or Shield, it creates this like animation on your phone. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, did you yeah. do that? Uh, no, I just saw a video of it, so maybe it's oh, a big okay. lie, and I'm just <laughs> spreading disinformation.
0: Okay, sure, that's that's kind of cool. I um have not touched that. My sister is really into the competitive Pokemon scene, she's gonna be competing. At some events over the summer, and she was showing me, um, there's like a website. What's this damn website called? Hold on.
1: Uh, it is called Cereb, Cereb-, Cereb-, Cereb- Cerber- Cerberus.
0: No, 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 no. I'm not gonna be able to find this thing. It is a website where basically you can, uh, like, make your team however you want it, so you can like test out different oh, strategies. Oh, that's awesome. That's and awesome. And you can battle people. It's just it's battling online. Yeah. Uh, and you can choose what rule sets you're using, like from which games. And it's, it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, that's. Oh, fuck i got to talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus with you.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, We're, we'll get to that. I did more. see. I, 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 I've i been down the Pokemon uh, rabbit hole because I almost said Pokemon hole. I've been down the Pokemon <laughs> rabbit hole <laughs> uh, because of uh, Arceus. So, like, I've been, like, watching a lot of videos on YouTube and then other stuff pops up. I watched a really fascinating um, uh, thing in which it's a random Pokemon battle. Uh, with professionals so like professional pokemon players will it's basically they probably use that website and they pick a generation they like draft a generation kind of like they do in like uh, a MOBA or anything and they basically are assigned six random pokemon but they like level scale them so they're all pretty equal so you could have like a like level 100 Bidoof versus like a level 50 uh, uh, ground in or whatever. So it's like at least fair when you're playing with them. Mm-hmm. And they just have these professionals like playing with these random Pokemon with their best movesets. And it was really cool and fascinating to watch that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, Th- I... This the- website that I'm referring to is
0: called Pokemon Showdown.
1: Ooh. Um, it, it, if you
0: are a fan of Pokemon and interested in battling at all, check this thing out. It is actually really cool.
1: It's probably a great way to just like try things out too, because I feel like one of the, the most like preventative things for me being a competitive Pokemon player is the time it would take to like Ivy EV things perfectly. And then i yeah. <laughs> finding out like, Oh, I didn't do this right. Oh, this this isn't a good works. one. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. So,
0: uh, yeah, it's cool. And also because when you're on there, like you are playing against people who want to be there. Yeah. You know? So, so like when you do like random battles online, sometimes you're playing with people who are, you know, either not that serious about it or, or like disconnecting and not like actually playing whatever. But, uh, yeah, it, it is pretty cool. Uh, We are going to circle back to Pokemon Legends Arceus in a little bit here. But before we do, here's what we're doing today. we got a Metacritic Roundup for Crossfire X and Horizon Forbidden West. Additionally, taking a look at the news, there is uh, Cyberpunk news, weirdly enough. No, it's been been dark for a minute, but uh, it is back. Additionally, um, Sony is going to plant a tree if you can get a certain Horizon Forbidden West trophy and then we're going to round things out by talking about the big news of the week, and that was the Nintendo Direct that happened last Wednesday, I think.
1: Uh, uh, just before we get to all that... Yo, what's if, up? if the top news stories are Sony's going to plant a tree.
0: <laughs> what a week. <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy, man. You've missed a lot as you've, as you've been so busy. <laughs> uh, but we'll get to all that and more, because before that... Uh, you said that you're not playing much, but I have to imagine that you've played something this week.
1: Yeah, I've been I've been playing Sifu, um, ah. uh, 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 and yeah, okay, I probably played it a lot. I probably played about eight to ten hours uh, of yeah. the Sifu. Got a good amount of chunk of time in there. Um, uh, I don't want to get too much into this because we will be reviewing it uh, in yes, a little we will. bit and separate ju- episode. Separate episode. And just to be clear, I have not beaten Sifu with the uh, eight to ten hours of playing it. Um, but it is a, it's a pretty, have you? No. Oh, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) not
0: at all. No, I have not in my eight to 10 hours with Sifu.
1: Okay. No, I
0: have not beaten you, Sifu. Uh, Uh, Which we will get into.
1: Ah,
0: perhaps that in itself is a little bit of review, isn't it?
1: But I mean, uh, just a very surface level thing. I think the game is definitely worth playing. It does a lot of cool things. So I, uh, I've enjoyed my time with it
0: okay interesting interesting um i have also been playing sifu review episode will be up so t- this is g- this episode is going up on wednesday review episode for sifu should either be out on thursday or friday uh check our twitter account at hitbox pod for more information on that uh, and updates on when that's coming and uh not uh, i've also been playing sifu my thoughts are i think it's interesting and then we'll say more later <laughs> uh, on that what episode is, I, i'm gonna
1: just say based on yeah. that 2020 the year when our opinions really do diverge other than just the medium
0: that's very true because <laughs> uh speaking of diverging opinions uh i beat pokemon legends Arceus uh, uh you two nights beat ago it
1: or you, you all right
0: so here's what happened all right i got rolled credits ah,
1: Yeah.
0: okay spoilers for pokemon legends rcs from here on out uh I, some the whole episode do,
1: actually is just a big spoiler Some people spoiler do cast. care about this. <laughs>
0: you got to skip this one. Um, time code. It'll be in the description as to when spoilers stop. Um, okay, you've been warned. I cannot believe how much I disliked the final act of Pokemon Legends Oh my RCS. goodness, no! <laughs> I cannot fucking believe how much I disliked it. So when, since we last talked, I got to like... Oh, something's... Go- I, I beat The Last Beast. And I was like, oh, gosh, now I have to go listen to people talk at me for three hours. So so I would, was, like, dreading playing it. I was, like, putting it off and doing all sorts of other stuff. I go. I'm like, fine, I'm gonna beat this. I go, and it takes me two days to do it because the first day, they talked to me for maybe 45 minutes, and I just said, I can't do this. I actually have to stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> because, because, like, I, yeah, I'm not against dialogue heavy games or or like reading a lot i mean i like persona but it just like was so much dialogue about nothing with these characters who move so slow and and as we talked about i think a few episodes ago it's just like people like shambling into frame and being like hey how's it going it's me Adaman, the character that you've known forever and like
1: just saying the same shit right oh i don't know any of their fucking names uh
0: I've stared at the name Adamant for nine hours of this experience yeah. as he just shambles over places. My goodness. So, um, finally it frees me up. It frees you up. There's a twist in the narrative and then they're like, okay, go to these places. So go to these places. Uh, and every single conversation, by the way, in, in about the third half of the game, th- third half, third act of the game is people talking about how they need to go somewhere else. And so you go somewhere else and you have a conversation about well, we need to go here. And then it's just loading screens and talking, and it's horrible. Uh, you go, and you have a fight, and someone stops you as you're going up the, to the top of this mountain. And it's the the potato mochi guy. So good. And he's like, I have to stop you. And he says the line, I don't even think I hate you. And I was like, <laughs> how could you hate me? You First of all, you've not been a part of this game other than just uh, doing your job which is you know you're a chef but
1: after every story beat you eat the potato mochi man He's like I the second most job. pivotal character in this in this whole thing
0: and so he's a ninja but he has this no, line he, like you just I don't over that part, you. so he's a, <laughs> he's a ninja where did that right. come from <laughs> so, so and he's like i don't even think i hate you and then you battle him and then you win and he's like maybe we'll talk this over over some potato mochi i'm like so do you hate me or not dude <laughs> fucking figure it out so okay, you go and you do the whole thing and and Dialga came out and I caught Dialga and then Palkia comes out and I like, catch Palkia um and I do like that y- all of the other times you've had to like take care of like uh these raging pokemon you use like balms of their favorite food and then for Dialga it just says time balm. So I don't like I don't know where that came from. That's fine. That's the least of my worries with this fucking video game. Um you catch him and then it's like the end. Congratulations, you've beaten it. And I'm sitting here like, bro, Arceus didn't even fucking appear in this game. He was at the beginning and then did not show up. So then you get your phone. Ba-ding, ba-ding. And it says catch all the Pokemon. And I'm like, R- that's it? That's all it's going to be? Just catch all the Pokemon? No, there's a little bit of a story. You got to go to all these, again, more conversations about you have to go to these places. You go to these places, do different battles, whatever. Uh, th- that's actually kind of interesting. And then you have the only good Pokemon fight in the whole game. And it, did you do this? And it is against the guy who's like the shopkeeper who's been like traveling around with you. The only good fight is he's got six Pokemon and you got to take care of them. And then Giratina comes out and you have to fight it twice without any heals. It's great. That's what the game should... I mean, I, that's just my opinion about like this. what I think the game should have been. But it was the only good fight that actually like I had to think about and, and things mattered and whatever. Well,
1: I, I think if I'm going to sum up like why you don't like this game... You wanted yeah. more battling.
0: I, yes, yes. I mean, to me, I, Pokemon I, yeah. is about battling, and it just yeah. isn't a part because of
1: the game. Because the, ol- the only difference to me between this and a mainline Pokemon game is that in a mainline Pokemon game, the focus is battling. In this game, mm-hmm. the focus is catching and, and like research tasks. And I, I would say the stories between a regular mainline Pokemon game and this one are pretty much similar in terms of like not being great with the exception of Arceus is a little bit more wordy and long.
0: Well, I would say the d- the difference between like regular Pokemon games and uh, Arceus is that you have um, in the regular ones, they're just sprites, right? So they just walk up to you and then they just say whatever and then they leave. And I guess that's a little bit different with like sword and shield, whatever. But um, with this, you get these like pseudo cutscenes, which are just like, it's really slowly animated, and all the transitions and stuff are really slow. So, a scene that would take, you know, eight lines of text in in regular Pokemon—that's just these little sprites talking—and then you're done—takes a minute and a half. And so, it just really slows everything down. Um, and then, yeah, so then and then I was like, "Oh, cool, I can go catch Arceus now." And then it says, "Go catch all the Pokemon." And I said, "Fuck you, Pokemon Legends Arceus!" I turned it <laughs> off. I'm never gonna play this game again. Um, I mean, like, you don't even whatever whatever you never know why did why did you get transported maybe you find out in the true ending but i doubt uh, it but uh, i'm gonna be
1: honest like i like this is this could be a very good year for games um i it's been a while since a pokemon game would have been in my top 10 and i would say that this one is one that would be in my top 10 assuming other games aren't great like it'll be hard for this game to get knocked out for yeah, me. I
0: figured I figured as much for you. Uh, th- this would not be... I would like If I had to put a score on this, I would give it like a six. Oh, that's maximum. not
1: bad. That's not bad. Uh, better than the medium? No. Oh, wait. You're talking about 10-point skill. I thought you were on a five-point skill.
0: On a five-point skill? You think I would give it 110%? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, no, I would say <laughs> that the medium is better than this, weirdly <laughs> enough. Um, wow. Other game I've been playing. So sorry about Pokemon Legends, R.C.'s rant. Spoiler talk, over. Uh... Vampire Survivors. You heard of this game?
1: It's like uh, 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 you explain it to me.
0: It's a bad. It's a bad title. I'll say that. I yeah, don't think yeah, the title is very good. Yeah. It's like a, a sprite-based roguelite.
1: Oh, don't know this game. I thought. I thought this was um, the one. The the like uh, I, the words in my head now are not there. But
0: it's it's like the mask. You think of like the yeah bloodlines yeah, 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 or whatever it was. It's not like that. It's not like no, that. No, no, okay, got it, got it. Sprite-based roguelite. Works on, I think it works on Android phones. I'm playing it on Steam. It's an early access. Uh, you pick one of, you know, eight different characters that you unlock over the course of this thing, and uh, basically your goal is to survive th- for 30 minutes in these three different levels that you unlock as you play. And it starts off pretty simple, just waves of bats and stuff, uh, and you pick up power-ups as you level up. Uh, each power-up is going to be a different weapon or like a support item or something like that. And basically it turns into a bullet hell game where you are the bullet hell monster, where you are trying to build a run that is as destructive as you can possibly be. And when you first start out, you're like, oh, this is actually like, this is kind of hard. You get overwhelmed pretty quick. But then by the end, uh, you just are absolutely decimating like waves and waves and waves of enemies. Mm. Uh, And I like it a lot. I play, am playing it for work, and I've just sent you two images here of,
1: like, what this game
0: actually looks like, is, and it's is, is insane. Is this a, uh,
1: similar to, like, a clicker kind of game, would you say? Similar mechanics?
0: Uh, no, because you have to pay more attention. Basically, you are not having to do anything other than move your character and pick up
1: items uh, uh, and select which me, item that you're going to grab. Every cl- a good clicker you pay attention to while you're supposed okay, to be yeah. doing something else. Okay.
0: That's very true. Very true. Thank you. Um, but, but you, you are just moving around, um, and, and destroying these waves of enemies. Uh, this game is like, it's, it's an early access, like I said, it, but it's being updated basically like every week I have almost all the these steam achievements for it. Cause I've just been like, got I've gotten so into this and it's loop is really, really addictive. Um, I am quite a fan of this game, but there's like not a lot of substance to it. It's just like a very satisfying loop about building these different runs. And if you survive for 30 minutes, the Grim Reaper shows up and just kills you.
1: <laughs> We've all been there, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's also like $2 on Steam, so it's, yeah, it's I mean it's
1: the, really good. The, like 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 jokes aside, I think this would be something that is a nice kind of like yeah, it's an active game but just a nice little phone game to be playing in and...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh and and I mean it is the kind of I wouldn't call it an idle game because it does need attention, but like if you're in a meeting that you don't actually need to be in, like
1: 90% of well, my you,
0: life you, I, I know I, like, Teaching a I think class would, you don't want to be in <laughs> oh my gosh um, I think this is like a game that you could play during a meeting or something like that but Vampire Survivors good game Justin the Metacritic roundup is here it's back uh, this week we're talking about Crossfire X Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West next week Elden Ring baby Ooh. it's gonna be here and I have to imagine it's Ooh. going to score quite well
1: uh, maybe let's not, start Maybe with, not. I'm just going to say it's going to be like uh, six out of five. I'm sure. Low, I'm sure that, low <laughs> six out of five.
0: Let's take out the trash. Crossfire X um, on the Xbox Series X. This is uh, a, like a multiplayer shooter that is very popular, I believe, in Asia. And it has a campaign, if I'm not mistaken, made by Remedy. Remedy, yeah. Uh, of Alan Wake fame, Control fame, Quantum Break fame uh metacritic score 41 <laughs> pretty, uh, people don't high. like this game yeah, yeah uh i don't really know like actually i downloaded this on my xbox today to check it out didn't give the chance to here's a little snippet from ign's review this is by uh this is by travis northrup Crossfire X's pair of campaigns are untidy generic slogs with all the excitement and flavor of a communion wafer. (laughs) Alarmingly little of Remedy's signature weirdness and creativity is displayed, leaving me to wonder why this usually distinctively strange studio was chosen for such a by the numbers project at all. There was some interesting, there were some interesting ideas along the way where story is concerned. And I fleetingly thought we might get an eccentric tale, the likes of control or alan wake but those hopes were quickly dashed when both campaigns ended without even a cursory twist um i've also heard that this game is pretty broken pretty buggy yeah Uh, not really
1: worth anyone's time like uh when when the game launched on game pass uh you could not get the single player content with a game pass subscription there was a bug so you couldn't unlock the the actual campaign so i can imagine that is even more frustrating if you're waiting and excited to play it and then you get the campaign and it's just boring but i mean like it, we, we've talked a little bit about like review
0: scores and like how I, a lot of major outlets i feel we feel are cautious to give things like lower than like a five or whatever uh, ign gave this a three so that is saying something
1: about yeah, that, i think that's a statement the,
0: the, poor quality of this game um yeah so crossfire x (laughs) there you have it i'm i'm probably actually going to play this because
1: i morbid curiosity
0: i'm I'm curious yeah what could be so possibly wrong because like even a even a bland call of duty game right like at the very least the very worst that's going to get like a six and a half seven right just because at the end of the day the shooting works just fine yeah
1: and good mechanics with a just bland story but this is worse than bland
0: yeah, so I'm I'm going to be actually very curious to play this. I uh, hope they so, are able
1: to remedy the problem soon.
0: <laughs> you also have to wonder like what part of remedy worked on this. I'm not sure how big the company
1: actually is, but like um, their interns, they're like, "Oh, you want something to do? <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay, uh, right, right. Sick of getting uh, coffee? Was, Why don't you just uh, make this game? All right, here you go."
0: So I'd be curious about about who who actually worked on this. Uh, in better news, Horizon Forbidden West sitting at a nice. 89% on nice. Metacritic. Um, do you see this? People were upset about that.
1: That's 89?
0: Yeah. There were a lot I, of. Yeah, I'm upset of,
1: about it too because of my fantasy draft. Of your but fantasy like. Score. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're unhappy with it being an 89, Deathloop was an 88, friends, and that was an awesome game.
0: Yeah. I, I'm sure that this game, from what I've seen of, of the reviews and, and people talking about it, it seems like. I'm probably not going to enjoy this very much.
1: It's like <laughs> specifically targeted for you to hate it.
0: Well, I mean, like I, I wasn't like over, head over heels about the first one uh, because I thought that its characters were largely uninteresting and that while the combat was good and interesting, it just never really clicked for me. And it felt dated, in my opinion. Um, That has been largely critiqued about saying like, you know, the, the characters are still not. Maybe what you'd want them to be, particularly Aloy, which I thought was a big missing component of that first one being great. Um, but at the end of the day, looks gorgeous and the combat is, is as inventive and interesting as it was in the first game. So, um, I will be playing that all of next weekend for work. So I will report back to you. Oh, great. I,
1: I'm, I'm unfortunately going to uh, not be able to play this yet. I think yeah. from what I have hear, the game, the campaign is long, obviously. Um, and yeah. that's not even so much if you're 100%ing it. It's just long to uh, get through in general. Um, so I, I want to make sure I have enough time to like sit down and really just dive in. I think probably one of the worst things I can do is just, is just like an hour at a time to really get into this game because this seems so like this a This is not place. the way to play <laughs> Yeah, a game like this. Yeah, um, I mean, even like people talking about mainlining it has been taking like 32 hours at a certain point and I just want to like explore it and have fun with it. So yeah. um, this will probably be my spring break because I'm a teacher uh, game to play. Um, and then Elden Ring will be the game that I play um, probably right when it comes out to just uh, be frustrated uh, for an hour a night and then be done with it.
0: I'm going to be curious about that game. I think we're either going to like it quite a bit or or bounce off, yeah. Just like I'm gonna seafood, imagine right? probably the latter. the ladder. <laughs> um Perhaps. Uh oh! Alert! Alert! A hidden Metacritic roundup. Uh uh,
1: uh, uh, uh.
0: Challenger has approached, and it is the uncharted movie. <laughs>
1: uh, oh wait,
0: when does that come out? It comes out on Thursday. Oh no! Uh, here, I believe internationally, it is. Uh, it is out. Oh, no, I see it now. Oh, 48% on Metacritic as of 27 critic reviews. Uh, Color me surprised. (laughs) Color me shocked. I uh, figured that it probably wasn't going to be awesome. Oh No, it's even worse on
1: Rotten Tomatoes. 44%. 44%. 44%. Yeah, and it's rotten according to the the tomatoes.
0: Yeah, yeah. People are are citing this as just like a flat Indiana Jones impersonator. I mean, if it's anything uh, like that incorrect, (laughs) if it's
1: anything like uh, the mummy series, which one, Brendan Fraser, all of them are just great popcorn flicks. You know what I mean?
0: I was going to say, those are fun. Yeah. Yeah, The the Tom Cruise one I didn't see, but I heard was pretty awful.
1: If it's anything like Sahara, a big fan of that movie romancing the stone okay so here we go sahara by the way and so i was expecting it to be that kind of movie. have you seen sahara with matthew mcconaughey no, i'm gonna say sahara one more time so sahara uh matthew nice. mcconaughey he's like uh, indiana jones Steven zahn uh penelope cruz um it's just a, like a, a movie about like some explorers going to the sahara uh sure got a 38 on rotten tomatoes so
0: that's the thing. Certain movies that I like that I think are fun have been demolished. I believe uh, Wild Speed Super Combo, or as we know it here, <laughs> Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe it has something around a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ah. Uh, but that movie's fun as hell. So we'll see. <laughs>
1: I have to say, when uh, I used to work in a movie theater, um, it kind of changed my perspective about movies because being able to see every movie that came out, like, whenever I wanted to, like, I didn't have to like leave a theater being happy. Mm-hmm. Like I could just watch a movie and enjoy it for what it was. Cause I didn't have to pay for it. Um, yeah. So I think that still to this day has affected me. I've never, and will I never walk out of a movie before it's over? Unless like, I don't know. Uh, I need like, there's a, an issue that I it's need to emergency. leave. Yeah, yeah. Emergency, giving labor, whatever. Um, is that how you say it? giving labor? Having, I think entering through, labor, entering labor. Having, yeah. If, if my yeah. water breaks in the middle of it, uh, I might, you know, time the the contractions and see if I can just finish the movie.
0: I was gonna say, yeah, depending on where you are. Yeah, yeah, like, like how far <laughs> you gotta, they're you apart, figure yeah. it out. how yeah, long yeah, the movie
1: yeah.
0: is. <laughs> That's what I mean. Um, yeah, so I'm actually I'm gonna be seeing this movie this weekend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Front
0: row. <laughs> I I, I am so wildly excited to see this because I, I either I hope it's horrible, right? Like I, from from these reviews, it seems like it, it isn't um it, it's just that it's perfectly passable but um wow i uh would expect nothing less from uncharted the movie 48 percent on rot
1: uh on meta I, I am on rotten tomatoes and there's a movie coming out called dog with charming potato and a dog now is that channing tatum it is <laughs> <laughs> because just <laughs> this movie looks
0: very sad but it's a comedy it says well oh, all dog movies are comedy just and they get into mischief
1: that's true that's true
0: uh, i think if i'm not mistaken it's a dog that like was in war <laughs> or something it was like overseas in a, in a in a conflict and this guy is going on a road trip with the dog and so he gets freaked out by like fireworks and stuff like that and it's oh. a heartwarming family oh
1: no tale. this is like literally my dog except the war part
0: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it was was archie on the front lines
1: well i mean he he was uh spoiler alert for his life a puppy mill dog but oh no um, yeah yeah but one of the quotes from the movie info is along the way they'll drive each other completely crazy break a small handful of laws narrowly evade death and learn to let down their guards in order to have a fighting chance of finding happiness i'm seeing this movie screw you uncharted (laughs) i'm seeing charming potato and a dog 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 the movie yeah so anyway let's talk about some news what do you say sure
0: so let's leave with sony we were we were talking about it before here's a headline uh from Gamespot (laughs) by uh eddie McCooch. sony will plant a tree every time you unlock a specific trophy in horizon forbidden west and i'm just going to read this right here uh second paragraph the campaign is uh, sorry the campaign of like the 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 company that's that's doing this the campaign is called play and plant for every instance that the player unlock the reached the daunt trophy in the game horizon forbidden West by March 25th. Sony will plant a tree to help save the planet. The trophy is unlocked very early in the game. So hopefully for the sake of the planet and reforestation efforts, Sony quickly reaches the cap of the 288,000 trees that are needed for this campaign. That's kind of fun.
1: Yeah, it's Kinda like cool. it, it's like uh like kind of like just a ARG kind of campaign thing going on, you know, to mm-hmm. make your video game have some kind of connection with the real world. I think that's cool. Um I wonder if there's it's a tree-related trophy. Like do you have to plant a tree in the game? Do you cut down a tree? What's the connection? It, Why two hundred and eighty-eight thousand?
0: It so it's the trophy is called Reached the Daunt. So I'm gonna have to imagine that you go to some far away city maybe or or something that is like built around a tree like avatar uh style i think they they had a big tree in that movie um yeah 288,000 though is is a specific number yeah
1: yeah some significance I'm, there i don't i don't know yeah. like what it is but
0: and i have to imagine that that number is either like connected to horizon or it's connected to um something internally where where you, you know completely like we some math campaign. number
1: that i just don't understand like it's a mathematical equation
0: who's to say not us that's not, for sure no, but it's kind of no, cool no no, no 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 i like i like this sort of thing i think this is fun and and a nice way to uh like let playing games impact the real world i don't know if this particular like <sighs> Campaign is going to get anyone to like go out and buy Horizon Forbidden West, but I think that the fact that this is being done is just another incentive for the people who are playing to play it early and and to play it soon uh, and get get that get that chivo.
1: How embarrassing would it be if uh, they don't reach that goal? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be actually insane. Like that if, would be if a problem. Two hundred eighty eight thousand people. If that was the minimum number of people who got that far in the game. Uh, cause I have to imagine that this is going to be a big seller cause like what's their, what was their last first party studio game? Was it Miles Morales? Uh,
1: I mean, technically it was Returnal, but not That's at the tr- time. Oh
0: no, Ratchet and Clank. Oh
1: yeah. That Would was a been, good game. Game that. of the year. For yeah, it me. It was yours, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was a pretty good game.
0: It was what? Three, four for us?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, It
0: was, it was up there. It was pretty
1: it was high. Up there. Yeah.
0: It's a good game. It's fun. Anyway, it's, a good, um, it's
1: okay. Like, game of the year, a good game. Still, I'm not like in love with it. You know what I mean?
0: I do. I do know what you mean. Um, I, too, liked it, but I couldn't tell you what happens in it. Like, what? Uh,
1: like, oh, quick question. What is the name of the other robot? Kit. Damn it. I had to memorize this, man. <laughs> he wrote every single
0: time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think Clunk is a much better, funnier name. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That'll I be, that'll be the,
1: the, the third iteration.
0: Can I say, and I know this is like like not related to what we're talking about here at all, but with with Ratchet and Clank, I think I look forward to seeing what happens next because the parts of that game that I really liked were the parts with uh, Rivet and Clank because I thought Rivet was fun and, and like had some interesting stuff going on, but I, I felt like Ratchet had main character syndrome where he's just kind of like bland and un- yeah hey, here guys yeah that's the voice uh, that's um. I'm forgetting the actor's name. He voices Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars The Clone Wars and Titus, the main character of Final Fantasy X.
1: Oh, that's not really something I want to put on a resume.
0: Everyone, all right, I I can go on a fucking rant about this. It's a great scene. Let's try (laughs) laughing. Makes sense in the context of Final Fantasy X, which itself is a good game. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Cyberpunk 2077- There was a a live stream today uh, by uh, CD Projekt Red where they showed off
1: the next-gen
0: update for Cyberpunk 2077. It's funny that they call it the next-gen update because this game has been out so long that it's now just the current-gen update.
1: Yeah, I mean, as we're talking, I'm downloading it right now on my PS4 just to, like, see how it runs.
0: Now, I know what you're wondering, Justin. Peter, you're a gaming professional, maybe, some would call you. Did you play Cyberpunk 2077 today to see what's up? And I did
1: oh so
0: i loaded in Uh to my uh my save game and it lets you know a few interesting things (laughs) (laughs) uh that i don't know i have to imagine that the experience of playing that my experience playing cyberpunk 2077 uh is probably similar to a lot of people where i played through it and then i haven't touched it since like january of last year yep Uh, So what it does is because they reworked a lot of things such as the skill tree and um, weapon mods and stuff, uh, it completely unattaches all of your weapon mods and refunds all of your skill points that you've invested in those trees. that's so annoying. So I have like 65 skill points and I was looking at that and I was first of all thinking, okay, this actually doesn't matter because I'm not going to play this. Like I'm not about to get deep in this cyberpunk right now because i think i did all of the like side quests and everything but uh i was also thinking well i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna sit here and just before i play this game to see what's going on just like slot in 65 (laughs) individual points into things that i don't remember what about
1: um so, yeah, that is... So, that's annoying to me because I famously never spent any of my skill points. Yeah, Because that's I was right. saving them all up to for get the platinum. one skill point for that platinum that, that you needed. So, that that's really frustrating to hear because I could have just played the game like a normal human could've being. Could have just done it. Gone yeah. back in and then got what I needed to get. Um, so, there you go. So,
0: what I did was I started a new character. Ooh. Made her look like uh, Carrie Ann Moss.
1: Oh, and um, that, I that played was, through, <laughs> which, which I think Johnny Silverhand probably saw her and was like, wait a second. Oh, where am I? I, I, totally
0: oh no. I totally forgot. I totally forgot. So I played through the only uh, character like intro that I didn't do, which was the Nomad one, which actually I think is probably the best one in the game. Um, Heard that. And then uh, I played through that first little mission where you're like going through and like shooting guys and, and rescuing. Jackie, like, ja-
1: Jackie dies, right? That's his name.
0: Uh, no, I did. Yes, that is his name. I did not play that much. That oh. that was like a few hours. I, I played like an hour of it uh, just to see because um, basically there are two options at least on the Xbox Series X. Oh, yeah, and PS5. Um, there is performance mode, which is 60 frames per second, 4K resolution. Which I think before it was just 60 frames per second, and then uh, 1080 maybe, or might have been 4K on Xbox Ones and. Well, not 4K on Xbox ones, but I think it was, might have been uh, 4K on Series X, depending on it. I'm not, I don't remember. It's been like two years. <laughs> um, or you can do ray tracing mode, uh, which is 30 frames per second, still at 4K, um, with local ray traced shadows. Ooh. Uh, and then Xbox Series S can only do performance mode, which is uh, 30 frames per second at uh, 1440p, which I saw some people were upset about, but what can you do? I mean, it, that is a fantastic system, but it, that is not going to be a graphical powerhouse. And I mean, I don't even think it does. I think fourteen forty is its its max output. I don't think it does four K. So, um, so I played it on the ray tracing mode because I did the the <laughs> gameplay stability mode <laughs> on my huh. first playthrough, huh. I, and it looks good. It does. I, I didn't really run into any any bugs or anything. I, I only played it for about an hour or so. But um, the problem I think is that it is still a flawed game. Like to me, they haven't changed enough about it to be, to make it like a 10 out of 10 masterpiece the way they promised it. Um, the crowds react a lot better. I mean, they're not just mindless idiots anymore, which is cool, but they're still not like interactable in the way that a lot of other open worlds have crowds that, and, and like NPCs that are a little bit more interactive. Um, but yeah, it, it is what you wanted that game to be when it first came out but now it's two years later yeah
1: i i got to say like my problems with the game had nothing to do with the um performance stuff i mean right. i had some issues with it was crashing irritating, but... it was irritating but that was not like what prevented me from l- loving the game i it, the game was good, um, good. i liked that... it I, yeah. I just not like i you know you put makeup on a pig it's still a pig
0: right I'll say this as I was playing it I was getting weirdly nostalgic for the game oh I mean it's been fucking like 18 months since the game came out it's been yeah. a long time yeah Um, yeah. and and the fact that it was I mean it was pretty polished I would have loved if it were in 60 frames per second with the ray tracing I understand that's not uh, available but like from what I played it was pretty polished and it if you are looking to play the game now is the time
1: <laughs> in 2022 <laughs> yeah. yeah right
0: But uh, I don't know who's maybe I mean, maybe there are some people who have just just been waiting it out. But yeah, this fixes to the graphical things and, and fixes to the like AI and stuff like that are nice background things. And those were complaints from from that first initial launch cycle. But I just don't think that it is a crazy different game. Right. I mean, it's the same thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's ultimately just the the thing that's the most disappointing about this is that you know, they could have waited 2 years and still it's only just making it look better. Like like I don't I don't the problems with this game were so massive that even a small delay, even a year delay wouldn't have been enough to to make it special on next year. I'm
0: curious I'm curious what if it did if it wasn't released back then and was released now. I'm curious what the conversation around it would be because I mean, like we said, it was a perfectly fine game, even one that I remember fondly. Like, I didn't ever finish like Fallout 4, but I finished Cyberpunk, you know? Um, but because it does not have the crazy amount of technical hiccups and issues with AI and, and pathing and stuff, I'm curious if it would have been received better than it was. I'm going to bet, I'm going to bet yes, because those, you know, issues were so bad. But at the end of the day, this this would not have been a 10 out of 10 for me.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no.
0: So anyway, um, oh, and also with this, uh, on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S, uh, there is a five-hour free trial of the game that you can access for absolutely free just to get the first, you know, play for five hours, uh, and that runs until March 15th. So anyone who's interested in it has a month uh, to give it a try, but it's also, like, pretty discounted at this point it's 25 30 bucks um and i've seen it even cheaper elsewhere not a bad not a bad i would say that's actually a decent deal $25 if you if you're looking for a big open world game that might be a little bit shallower than you want it to be but still looks pretty and has that cool cyberpunk aesthetic like i think that that would be that's not a terrible deal
1: yeah and, uh, and the five-hour trial is cool What's up? yeah that five-hour trial i think is just really that that is awesome because you'll you'll know like sometimes like an hour trial hard to know if you like it or not hard to but tell a, yeah. after five hours you're gonna know if you want to play more of that game or not so
0: right because i mean five hours in you're gonna have the uh, uh like title card and and you're gonna be well into that game which i think if i remember correctly has a pretty good title card you shot in the head and it's like cyberpunk 2077 yeah
1: yeah um well, it's not good it, for like getting shot in the head, but...
0: Correct, yeah. I'm yeah. not, not a fan of that, Yeah,
1: obviously. no, no. I, I, I refuse to get shot in the head.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm protesting it. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. Um, okay. I Take will a stand say, there. Controversial. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, how about this? I don't like when people get shot in the head.
1: Okay. Right. Um,
0: in uh, the intro that I played, you're delivering an iguana across the, across the border in a night city. Uh, and it's for Arasaka which is the big corporation. I'll say I was a lot of the like lore that I had hidden away in my brain was like flooding back. Um uh from from the game that like I guess I just absorbed. Uh Adam Smasher. They dro- name drop him right at the beginning. Of course, like this of course. guy's crazy. Yeah. It's just like five things that happen. Um but anyway, so you're you're delivering this Iguana and if you remember, uh there's a level, there's a section where you're like looking through is it, is it like a brain dance or something like that you're like hacking into like a memory of someone and you're using uh like like temperature controlled like heat vision like thermal vision to find where like a something is hidden and when I was playing it I thought it was in the iguana because it was the only thing that was lit up in the room (laughs) and I was like holy shit it's in the iguana it wasn't but um as I was delivering this iguana today I was remembering my sheer disappointment with it being in the iguana (laughs) So, anyway, Justin, Nintendo.
1: Oh, they're a thing, aren't they?
0: Nintendo does what Sony don't. Nintendo does what Microsoft doesn't. Okay, okay. It's, that was nothing. It was no. nothing. Um, Sega.
1: I just had another one. Sega. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I, I do. That's good. That's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, I. Uh, uh, before we talk about the Nintendo direct that happened, which I got some feelings on, you gave me a, a taste of your feelings on I Can't wait to hear what you have to say about it. There is a, there's an interesting op ed on GamesIndustry.biz by one Christopher drink titled Nintendo doesn't want to buy companies, but it may have to. And this is just an opinion piece talking about how Nintendo has been pretty, um, firm on its stance of not really wanting to buy to, to acquire companies to, to make them, hey we're, we're buying i don't know capcom and, and capcom is going to be a nintendo company now uh, and recently with the major acquisitions you know of activision blizzard by microsoft and of Bungie by sony people have been looking at nintendo and saying what are you going to do about it and nintendo has basically responded nothing <laughs> um iwata in 2008 uh said this when we say we do not do mergers and acquisitions there are always exceptions However, recently they said, we're not really interested in purchasing these um, partners because of the brand that Nintendo has. And because like a Nintendo game means a very specific thing. And if you were to acquire a Capcom or Konami or, you know, whoever, it would be weird to be like, here's a Nintendo game it's assassin's creed because <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, it's it yeah. just it, nintendo means such a specific thing and i think nintendo has always done a really good job of separating itself from what other major companies are doing for better and worse right but um what do you think about this do you think nintendo should be buying buying up companies right now
1: i mean a couple of things in that article that kind of stood out to me as being interesting um and like i, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer for this Uh, The first one was um, in a Bloomberg article. um, The current president of Nintendo, Shuntaro Furukawa, um, said, Our brand was built upon products crafted with dedication by our employees. And having a large number of people who don't possess Nintendo DNA in our group would not be a plus to the company. And I think if there's one thing about Nintendo, it's that Nintendo is Nintendo. And Nintendo is very, like about their company values and not so much about being the biggest, most successful company. It's about being the biggest and best Nintendo. Um, And I think that happens a merger an acquisition changes your company. Um, So I understand that side of things, but also the article was talking about how uh, back in the day, Nintendo owned 49% of rare. uh, And then when rare got bought out, they lost rare, which was a big deal. I think, at the time. Now, mm-hmm. granted, you can make the argument that Rare has was not the Rare of old uh, on Nintendo at the time. The, what current Rare is is not what Rare was. But I think if you're not careful, it does kind of put you out in a situation where you could lose a lot of your partners. Um, yeah. And, I mean, one of the ones we were kind of talking about before we started recording was what would happen if Nintendo loses the, their partnership with Game Freak? Um, yeah. You know, uh, to have... Pokemon not be something that is strictly a Nintendo partner. Um, I'm sure there's legalese that are prevent that in some way, maybe. But, you know, what would happen if if uh, big bad Microsoft Warbucks comes in and is like, here's $10 billion, which doesn't even sound like that much compared to what they first recently spent. Um, <laughs> and they is... buy Pokemon. Like, what? Like Like, that would be insane.
0: So currently okay so pokemon currently um this is i have no idea what this website is this is titlemax.com
1: oh I mean that's .com really really good
0: oh sorry these are the highest grossing media franchises of all time obviously pokemon's number one hello kitty is number two uh, but it, it doesn't say this isn't like what the company is actually worth itself uh but uh, Winnie the Pooh is number three. Interesting. And this is sure. from—I don't know when this is from. This is not upfront about some of that information. Um, Regardless, well, uh, it, it, an acquisition of like something like the Pokemon Company would be crazy. It'd be, it be—it would have to be like mega expensive, right? I mean, if it is the number one highest-grossing media IP in the entire world like that's crazy right over thing over over these huge things that you think of even in video games over you know your call of duties and uh assassin's creed and these other huge huge franchises right um so nintendo purchasing something like that seems a little crazy to me but they also have this partnership where pretty much from thinking like 100 percent exclusivity on on nintendo platforms right between the ds and the wii and the switch and, and everything else um other than some things are on phones, obviously, like Pokemon Go and, and Pokemon Unite. And I'm, uh, isn't that Pokemon Cafe mix on phones, too?
1: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but I mean, like, I, I would say that's those are a little bit different.
1: Uh, well, and and again, I'm not saying here that uh, Nintendo should buy Game mm-hmm. Freak. Uh, that's, I don't think that's a smart business investment because they are like close with that. Um, but it, the potential is there in this consolidating market of things like that happening, um, and just something to consider. Um, but it's still amazing how Nintendo goes from being everyone's uh, laughing stock uh, during the Wii U era to now being top of its game, best in class, back to where it needs to be.
0: I think what what I mean the Wii U was obviously a misstep for many reasons. I've actually I've considered. Uh recently like maybe i should go buy a wii u and and just like see what it has to offer because I, I never owned one I, i've hardly even touched one so i'd be curious to see like if, if a lot of those games are truly that rough because apparently a lot of the games are pretty good but the just the controller is bad and and everything
1: um and see, it's just clearly I, yeah, like i i think we're just one is of, headed one of the issues with the, with the wii u was just people didn't get it yeah. Like, it's not the fact that the the games are bad or playing anything was bad. It's just like people look at it and they're like, this is a gimmick rather than it being like, this mm-hmm. is the way to play things. Um, and I still believe without the Wii U, we probably wouldn't have had the Switch because no, I, don't um, I, I think it was like that first kind of like stepping stone. I mean, I, I think I said this in the podcast before when Breath of the Wild came out, I played it on wii u at a starbucks i brought it and i plugged it in and it was like i was playing a little portable (laughs) you know what i mean yeah like uh like it was just it it had the the makings of what i like about the switch um i just think it you know ultimately from the beginning people didn't know what it was and if you don't get it on the mainstream uh you're not going to get it into more houses than just the hardcore hardcore nintendo fans
0: yeah no that's that's super fair Uh, uh but like They also had, you know, they had the 3DS and the DS family still going, which, which was, I mean, I I played a lot of the the 3DS in that era Uh, between the Smash Bros that came out for the 3DS, which was crazy, uh, and Pokemon, and there were some good Zelda games on there as well. Like, it was, it was still supported in a way that like, yeah, even though the Wii U wasn't great, like Nintendo was still able to sort of push through. Uh, So in this age of acquisitions, I would be curious, I'm curious to see. How they move forward. I think that quote you read from the president uh, from Furukawa makes a lot of sense for that brand, right? About how they are not interested in bringing anyone in who Nintendo, D- who isn't in Nintendo's DNA. You talked about Rare back in the day when they were making platformers and whatnot. That would probably fit, right? That would that would have made sense as a lot of those games were uh, exclusively on Nintendo consoles and stuff. I don't know when exactly they lost that it was like the mid two thousands of right when when oh, Microsoft yeah, bought um,
1: yeah it must be the, um, the last the last thing uh the well it was the last or the first I remember when uh Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts came out for the Xbox that was like ooh, it's a big deal guys oh got it sure but yeah uh uh Oh, and then
0: Rare was working on three Kong games, including Donkey Kong Racing, when Nintendo let them go. Ah, uh,
1: not Donkey Kong Racing. I know. Did, uh, Diddy Kong Racing, though. Fun game. I've heard, I've heard tale. Of Diddy Kong Racing. Game. You had, like, boss battles with a giant pig.
0: Oh, that's really fun.
1: Yeah. That's kind of fun. But
0: yeah, I, um, I'm not sure. I don't think that Nintendo needs to, at the moment, they've got a lot of heavy hitting games, at least it seems, uh, that we don't know about or that are like, you know, on the horizon a little bit, uh, many that we do before we talk about the ones that we do. I want to double back Justin today, Netflix announced, Hey, we're making a Bioshock movie. Bioshock movies been in the, for the works or at least, uh, been talked about for a really long time. Makes sense that Netflix would be the one to make it because I think the hang up was that uh, whatever studio was interested in actually producing it wanted it to be PG-13 and all the directors that they had attached to it were like, this needs to be R. Um, but they just they couldn't get the that rating to go. They,
1: they should have just asked, would you kindly make it R?
0: I, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty
1: Thank you. It's pretty Thank good. You. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So it makes sense that Netflix would do this, uh, that, that Netflix would be a production company that would be interested in having this because... Uh, yeah, it sort of seems like they're interested in throwing a lot at the wall and seeing what sticks, right? But uh, there's really no information right now other than Bioshock movies happening.
1: I mean, what that would you, be that would be such an awesome series.
0: I um, think so too. Yeah, about I, like the fall of Rapture and all that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I always think I always think like when you have something like Netflix, like the opportunity to use. Um, uh, a series to really develop things with high mm-hmm. quality and budget and stuff, I think, is always a good thing. Um, movies just with that much of a story, I just think it's going to be so quick. It's going to be hard to really like get stuff in there because I think one of the coolest things about Bioshock is everything between the story, all the environmental storytelling, all yeah. of the side little notes and uh, recordings that you read and hear. Um, like each episode could be centered around a different section of rapture and i think that would be interesting so again great i'm excited for a movie i just hope it's not like death note netflix movie <laughs> <laughs> right yes uh but i also think like
0: well, i am a little cautious about it yeah, just the idea of a bioshock movie in general because so much of that game is about choice i mean like at, at its core it's about choosing and, and um decision making and stuff which I mean, just by the very nature of watching a movie, there is no interaction, you know? Um, So I'd be curious to see how that translates to film. Who would you cast as Andrew Ryan? Because I... I
1: I have an idea, like
0: Death Note, Justin.
1: You're gonna say it too, Willem Dafoe. Willem oh my god, I was, totally gonna say that. That was so going to say that. I was just, in my in my head. I just kept thinking of 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 like him being like, "Would you kindly?" You know, like <laughs> him
0: being like a man chooses, right? right? Oh, a slave that would obeys. be that
1: would be perfect. Yes, you, you listening to us, Netflix? Cut us in on some of that, that Do Skrilla it. you're Do it. making. He'd be
0: great. You could probably still have his number from Death Note, from Ryuk.
1: He's still in that costume, actually, the Ryuk costumes <laughs> in the back There's of a, the Netflix office. It's not a great costume, time, I will
0: say. Um, <laughs> I think you could also get, um, I'm trying to think, who else would be in that movie? I saw a picture of, of uh, what's her name? Lady Galadriel in Lord of the Rings, and mm-hmm. who am I talking about? Uh, T- Tilda, no, T- Tilda Swinton mm-hmm. is that her? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, Tilda Swinton as um, Minerva from uh, uh, Bioshock Two could be good. Anyway, um, no mm-hmm. information on that at the moment,
1: but we'll see. Uh, final option: John Hamm.
0: That's good. I'll take yeah, that too. Yeah. Put him in a little mustache and and do the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, or who played Tony Stark's dad in, in Iron Man?
1: Well, his dad.
0: Well, come, I mean, <laughs> you know, t- you know, who <laughs> the fuck I mean. Um. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's get into it. Let's talk about this Nintendo Direct. A lot of stuff at this Nintendo Direct, right? Um. Basically, just going over a lot of the things that we can expect in the first half of the year from Nintendo. Some things we knew about. Got updates on things like Splatoon,
1: Kirby, The Forgotten City. Uh, sorry, and the Forgotten Land. Can we can we like talk about that real quick? About the body horror K- Kirby. that is Kirby in the Forgotten Land.
0: I can't wait. I'm so excited.
1: We like saw, so if you if
0: you didn't catch it, we Kirby like swallows a car and a vending machine and like all these other things and he just like he can't get him down so he's just sort of like on top of them it, it's like, like shaped stretched as them.
1: over it's just like yeah. It's like that one scene in uh, Super Mario uh, Odyssey when like the first time you put Cappy on someone and you get like this like thing when you're going through like their DNA and it looks horrifying and they just never reference it again. It just becomes fun after that. <laughs> Except it was like this like grotesque like human centipede thing with Kirby like just stretching <laughs> over the car. It looked like he's like, "Curl me. It, just not <laughs> he look. looks, I, it looks painful. That's true. I did not like that.
0: Uh everything everything I've seen about that game has sold me on it more. I'm I'm excited for it. Um uh, you you said that you're like whatever about it, right?
1: Yeah, it looks like a worse version of Mario Odyssey. And I think this yeah, is even sure. more so like that when when the stretching stuff was happening because it's like you change what you are, not even so mm-hmm. much about like mm-hmm. of course that's Kirby's thing. You get like more attacks. You change your like traversal abilities based on the things that you can suck up and um i mean maybe it'll be great i just i, I i'm very cautiously optimistic about kirby
0: i uh I, I get it i understand i am pretty excited for it it looks it looks like the kind of game that i can relax to. i think my i i was pretty light on switch games in 2021 i think 2022 i have to get new joy cons because i think that like there's a lot to be played on i mean i just finished up legends Arceus, po uh, kirby's coming out um and then also here, here's here's some other other big headlines we saw. Fire Emblem, Warriors, Three Hopes. Now, I've never played a Fire Emblem game. Actually, that's not true. I played one on the 3DS in college, which I enjoyed, but I didn't finish. Uh, I imagined that I would really like Three Houses. Unfortunately, you oh, has got dude, the
1: time? You would love the shit out of that game. I know, I yeah. know, I know. No, that's know. Re- yeah, yeah.
0: So I see Fire Emblem. I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then it goes Warriors. I'm like, ow. Oh. Damn. It. <laughs> Which yeah, is, no, um, it just, <laughs> it is the Xeno, not Xenoblade. Uh, 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 Don't you dare. What's talk this called? Down what's, to what's the, what's the, what,
1: uh, Mushu?
0: M- m- it's a Muso game, but what's the, Mushi? What's, <laughs> what's the name of the, what's the name of the game? Dynasty Warriors. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah um, as uh, of just mowing people down and and there was a fire emblem warriors game before as well so this is like the second spin spin-off one
1: yeah um but with it's with the ca- characters from three houses so I was gonna say, any right? way to get back to those characters pretty cool are you uh are you gonna be into this you think no absolutely not i think uh the the one chance that had to get me was um hyrule warriors uh yeah. the the age of calamity age of Clamity. and it just did not draw me in at a certain point like i right. get the appeal it's just i mean maybe if they they come out and say like you know what the story is awesome because that's the thing uh whoever makes dynasty
0: warriors worked with atlas on persona 5 strikers and that game was straight up a sequel to
1: persona 5 yeah like, it, it, in terms like of like, combat with the story it keeps you going but like when yeah. the story is just like oh well get here farm on these uh, uh these little things it's great which is kind of in line with Breath of the Wild story right i mean like
0: pretty non existent other than go here do this but that's not what the draw yeah, of yeah, that game is yeah when you do is. that
1: when, in a in a Zelda game uh, like a high <laughs> roar is the mechanic is just fighting things right. um they did have this cool thing in that game where you could be the divine beast and control them and oh, you yeah, was yeah. like kind of like little little fun arenas that you went around in. But even that, after you do one of them, it's just like the actual... Actually, wait a second. <laughs> after you do one of those Divine Beasts, they're all the same. Wait a second.
0: Hold, now, hold on a second. That's almost like in Zelda Breath of the Wild. What's happening? Is this game um,
1: overrated? Uh, Breath of the Wild? Yeah.
0: Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> it's I good. Don't think, no, I, absolutely, it's a good I game.
1: absolutely don't think it's overrated. It's a good game. 6
0: out 5. Well, well uh, that's what a lot of people
1: give it. I mean, it, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad game. Not even a little bit. Uh, it is It is a very we very could have the, We could have the Nintendo tax or the Nintendo bump uh, argument all you want, but I still think, and I said this before, Breath of the Wild. By the way, no Breath of the Wild announcement here.
0: Yeah, so that makes me think Holiday, right? If not, I mean. If not, 20. Oh, shit, I have that picked. Well, no, I no one counterpicked fantasy. it
1: because it was a scary one to counterpick, but. Uh, that's true that's true um but um i think uh i do think breath of the wild is one of the most influential and one of the best games of the past you know 10 years just because of how games like after it are trying to be it
0: in the same way that we look at gaming history and we say there was this era before doom and then there was this era after doom you know, you can clearly see the shift after that game came out where it's like, yo, we got to make Doom. We yeah. got to do our yeah. own take on Doom. Um, I think in 10 years, we were going to look back and say there was this time before Breath of the Wild and then there was this time after it. Yeah. And that's and, when we and start then to see when all the medium this.
1: came, there was a new after.
0: Right. And so you have, you know, here's how you got Doom. Yep. Obviously, you got Call of Duty, Modern pretty big, Warfare. Pretty big one. Yeah. Then you have. Uh, let's just cut to Breath, of, Breath the Wild. of the Wild.
1: There's a couple others in there, but yeah, Breath of yeah. the Wild, yeah. Temple. The medium. Medium.
0: Genshin Impact. <laughs> Genshin Impact is truly the influential one. You huh? can't
1: stop Genshin Impact. Uh, Genshin no Impact one would not be a thing if it wasn't Breath of the Wild. Change my mind. I don't
0: think that's true. You think that those games are similar?
1: Oh yeah, you're right. They're very different. <laughs> um, the glide. Anyway, the glidings is very different.
0: They got really d- different art styles, okay. Mm, mm. You know, uh,
1: one's thirstier than the other.
0: One is way thirstier than the yeah, other.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway. we'll let you Google and find out. Wait, that probably <laughs> will not help.
0: Some, there, I, there are some there. There are some deviant art pages I can link you to
1: if you if you're curious about for, both I, of those. for either of those ones. Yes, correct, 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 correct.
0: <laughs> uh, up next here, a big headlines from the direct is Mario Strikers Battle League. You ever play Mario Strikers? Nope. I was watching this with Elena, and I was like, there's some people who are losing their minds excited right now.
1: And Not me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to
0: play this game. If, I'm
1: sure people are excited. If Mario Tennis didn't do it for me, if Mario Golf didn't do it for me, I don't think Mario Strikers is going to do it for me, because let's take a sport I'd care even less to play. <laughs>
0: That's the thing, right? It's like, I like tennis okay. Yeah, golf, like, I have, golf is fun. Uh, but then it's like, Yo, so- soccer.
1: Okay. Oh, the on, football.
0: She just made fuck it. Just say Mario Strikers: colon, Premier League, and just do it right, because that would be crazy. Like people would lose their minds over that.
1: Or just just dress Mario up as Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Say they believe. I do, I do that. I do that. You got me there. With the Get hats and
0: yes, actually, I like that's actually really funny. That's actually really funny. Who is the Roy Kent of the Mario universe?
1: Oh, that's a good one. It would be Donkey Kong.
0: You think it would be Donkey Kong? I feel like Donkey Kong is the Jamie Tart.
1: Uh maybe not. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Jamie Tart would be like Waluigi or some shit. <laughs> Just that's full of true. himself and like not knowing and aware. Uh, Toad I would, say... would be Jamie Tart.
0: <laughs> I'm Jamie Tart! <laughs> you don't think Toad would be Nate? <laughs> 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 and I'm thinking, uh, uh, who else here? Um, Sam, my favorite, perhaps my favorite character on the show. Sam, obviously, is played by the Koopa. <laughs> <Troopa>. <laughs> uh, obviously, obviously, Coach Beard is shy guy. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, actually- Luigi, Luigi's crying in a corner somewhere.
0: What? Why? He, what do you mean? He,
1: Luigi wants to be. coach beard yeah he's just not he's too much (laughs) he just can't be he just can't be no matter what
0: no no anyway all right moving back (laughs) along um getting back on track yeah i'm not gonna play this game uh (laughs) uh, i'm excited for the people who are saying mario strikers saved my life whatever in the same way that it happened with mario golf when that got announced i'm happy for those people i'm just not one of those people splatoon three we saw a little bit more of it uh, they showed off this thing called Salmon Run Next Wave. Is that the single-player part of it?
1: No, so Salmon Run is kind of like... It was like the limited event in uh Splatoon 2, kind of. It, it was like you and, and people against the environment, so kind of like a horde mode, their version okay. of horde mode. Really fun. I like them a lot. Uh, this one looks good. Uh, I think the bosses look more unique, but um, it was a good challenge, and it was a lot of fun to play, so... Um, that to me was fun but i was expecting them to have that like i would have been shocked if they're like actually no salmon run in this game Did we get a date on splatoon um, i don't think so i don't yeah they don't, they're they're just going to you know splatoon well you
0: know if it was in this presentation we can assume the first half of the year here
1: oh yeah, uh, yeah it's going to, it's going going to be in the next couple months but yeah it's still just 2022 online
0: and i'm fine with waiting you know until april or may even cuz I mean, March is getting full now too with You going to play this? Splatoon? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to play Splatoon. Oh, I didn't know you're you a tuner. I've always been interested in Splatter. it, but didn't have didn't have a Wii U when the first one came out. Uh-huh. And then I didn't have a Switch when the second one came out. Uh-huh. By the time I got a Switch, sort of the time had passed to play Splatoon. Uh,
1: Splatoon 2 first game I put in my mouth from the Switch.
0: Mine was Breath of the Wild. Yeah,
1: wow. Wow.
0: Have you put games in your mouth since then?
1: Yes. But yeah, like not about not every... not for like an experiment because I was like, you know, trying to like take a game out from my mouth for oh, that? lick it a little bit.
0: Oh gosh. Just make sure it's still <laughs> Justin. Sometimes you say things what I when I absolutely believe. And <laughs> and like sometimes I, I wonder how many things I think about like I know about you that turns out you were joking about that I just didn't catch. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I've I've Every so often, I'm like, "Well, they can't be doing this to every single cartridge." And I try it, and it's like, it's nasty. Yeah. It is bad. Uh, and lo and behold, it is frequently happening. So again, yes, I'm it's, place it's, the,
1: three. it's the reverse effect. Like, you know, hey, don't put this in your mouth. All right, guess what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm absolutely. And I'm right sure that mouth.
0: announcement, like the that fact, got so many more cartridges in people's mouths. Yeah,
1: all they they should just say like, we have put banana flavor on all the cartridges. No one would touch them.
0: Uh, banana flavor? Are you kidding me? My favorite candy flavor. Wow! Take a banana, Laffy Taffy. Okay, about it.
1: Oh, that's why we're friends because I'll just eat all the, the other ones and you just like eat all the left. <laughs> that's fine. I would, I would be
0: satisfied. <laughs>
1: um, anyway, yeah, I'm gonna play Splatoon three.
0: I'm excited for it. Take your time, Nintendo. Don't need it right this instant. There is plenty of other stuff to play between that and now. Uh, as we, we touched on Kirby, uh, I don't think he showed really anything new other than those, you know, big things that he puts in his mouth like a switch cartridge. Yeah, um,
1: graphic horror. Ooh
0: yeah but i I, i'm looking forward to that big one here portal (laughs) companion collection it's coming to switch the switch has been missing portal and portal 2 i've it is the kind of thing that i'm surprised it took this long to get on there uh because i think it is the perfect switch game uh and i don't know if i'm going to revisit it on the switch but I, like, cause I'm, you know, I I tend to just play first party Nintendo games on there or like exclusive games on there. Um, but if I were on the go, I would absolutely have b- buy Portal and Portal Two.
1: Yeah, Portal I, Two I, is
0: one of my favorite games of all time.
1: I like Portal Two a lot. I just don't know if I need to replay them again. Um, and hey, I, I always browse the sales. Maybe there's a sale. Maybe it's like, okay, all right, I'll get this. But uh, yeah, not not gonna be one of the first things. But cool that they're doing it. Yeah, I, I agree.
0: Um, We talked about this like three weeks ago through four weeks ago. We said, Nintendo, when are we doing a Wii Sports on the Switch? Nintendo Switch Sports is here.
1: Ooh. Do you think this is going to uh, review well? Should I draft it? Did someone already draft it?
0: Uh, I don't know if someone drafted it. I have to imagine that it's going to be mixed. And here's why there's what f- six games on this thing mm-hmm. with two coming in the future. Golf is not on there to start. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what was the other one that's coming in the future? There's another one. They ball. said, was it bocce ball? No, that would be the worst. Game. <laughs> I was like, am I forgetting that they were like, we're doing bocce ball. <laughs> uh, but Nintendo uh, uh, golf was the big one. Right. Yeah. And so I think that some people are going to look at this package and look at the package that was Wii sports and say, it's got some of the highlights it's got tennis on here does it have baseball is it missing baseball uh but at the end of the day it just doesn't have the same games that that everyone would be interested in revisiting from wii sports uh and it includes weird ones like uh, i mean soccer like seems like a good idea in in theory but when i was like watching them play it a little bit especially with like the uh ring fit like
1: Uh, thing yeah Yeah.
0: strap it just i was like this i don't know if this is gonna work uh but who knows it could work i will be excited to play this because i love wii sports and um it is actually quite fun and and especially like tennis and and volleyball seemed like fun they had um i'm forgetting who those two people were playing it
1: but i i I do have to say like you look at this and it's like you got you can play Mario golf probably a better version of that maybe yeah you play Mario tennis probably a better version of that um the bowling is cool cuz people love that I love um that. soccer actually gave me uh the vibes of like a rocket league which you know maybe could be yeah, something yeah cuz it's like a
0: big ball wasn't it mhm mm-hmm. yeah
1: uh they also have that the sword fighting one um or, <laughs> right, or as yes. I like to call it wiggle sticks
0: Yeah, that was on uh, uh, Wii Sports
1: Resort. Yeah, I
0: think that wasn't even in the original one.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it
0: kind of replaced boxing because boxing was like nothing.
1: It was a workout, my friend. Well, I got so it it wasn't like great playing those games. Just so like just covered in the sweat,
0: (laughs) covered in sweat. Yeah, very sweaty. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this. This is the kind of game that I'm gonna like buy and like have a lot of fun with with Elena. I like I'm you know not gonna play it on my own probably, but seems like a decent investment
1: yeah. and i think it it makes sense makes it's a lot probably sense. more of an accessible party game than like playing like mario tennis because every time i pull right. out mario tennis at a party i'm like that guy who is just like way too good at it because i played it more than everyone else and it's well, like and also, well, i don't do the supers <laughs>
0: well and I, and I think that what you get out of something like Wii sports that you don't get out of mario tennis or mario golf or whatever is like a streamlined experience right you don't need to know the mechanics really well to play we to so play we sports. You just have to generally understand oh if I swing this it's like swinging the bat in baseball. Yeah. Oh if yeah. I throw this it's like throwing the thing in baseball or bowling or whatever. But um it, it's not necessary to understand like oh well I do need to consider wind, <laughs> right? Like as as you're playing whatever. So I, I think that this is a great party game uh and and one that I'm excited to revisit. But I think that it is in the unenviable position of being compared to Wii Sports, but in the even more unenviable position of being compared to our nostalgia for Wii Sports.
1: And just to let you know how like I feel about this, the the new uh, Weavatars, what are they called? avatars Oh, style. look horrible! They're horrible. The like, well, yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Where's my me? Where's my little like gap-toothed, like unibrowed, one-eyed, orange dude?
0: I was sitting there like, oh no! <laughs> and then when uh, I'm forgetting their names, the two Nintendo Direct presenters showed up and did play a little bit of volleyball. I think they were Me's once more. So I have to imagine that you have the option to make a Me. Oh, it's
1: like Bitmoji when you get like the the original version <laughs> and like the scary one.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. Okay. So I'm holding out hope because if 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 it's just these like weird like connect looking ass <laughs> avatars yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna be into it but uh yeah it is i'm i'm excited for that the show ended justin with xenoblade chronicles 3 and elena was like this looks like a weeb thing and i was like no you don't understand i was oh. like you don't understand justin is like losing his mind over oh this. my gosh
1: oh man Woo.
0: so I'm gonna play Ooh. this, obviously, as as I've said in previous episodes. If they ever announce, you know, Blade Chronicles three, I've never played the first two or the. I think there's like an X
1: in there or something as well. I've never uh, played I, them. I, I was hoping for X because I want to play that, but yeah
0: what? Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Tell me about this. Are you excited for this? Does this look good to you? I have no frame of reference
1: for this. It's really hard to tell. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to play this game. I love the Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is literally a game that I look back so fondly of. Uh, such a great game. So many different things. They added Pokemon-like elements and collecting elements in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, random packs and stuff. And uh, Such a great game, and I am super excited for it. The thing that's just kind of hard for me to like know like to be excited about this story because I'm like, like, what are, where are they going with this? Because basically Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and 2 are not direct sequels. They are like parallel universe worlds um, okay. that are kind of connected together through what happens at the end. And you can play either game without knowing the other one. But if you play them both together, like the ending makes so much more sense. There's this whole thing about the separation of realities and there's a character who is like a god in both worlds and you only see like mm. half of him. But then it turns out that half is in one world, half is in the other world. Adds all this cool context to it and everything like that. If that's a spoiler, it's anime, guys. Like, it doesn't make sense. Okay. Don't, and, and- don't like expect it to
0: spoiler that they a god shows up at the end of an anime game go figure
1: right right oh no yeah come on come on um but yeah i think uh i was this is coming out what september yeah that's like that is late enough that it seems like a big release yep like for nintendo um so it kind of makes you figure they're not going to be releasing something as big before that and you know that means holidays still open for them, but like, are they? Right. Just, they're not going to shadow drop something to come out during the summer that is like a big tentpole kind of like game, like Xenoblade Chronicles. But um, I am super excited to play this, and I hope they continue to improve the formula from one to two, because uh, mm-hmm. two again. So so playable, so fun. Love the combat system and that. And if they add some of the uh like quality of life improvements that they did with the first one when they did the remaster, um, I think it will it'll be quite 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 a game. Was the remaster Xenoblade X? No, the remaster was Xenoblade Chronicles one. Um Xenoblade oh, okay. Chronicles X was for the Wii U. Um and it's very even more different than the other the other one. It's it's more of like a Gundam game rather than it being like a like a mm. other kind of thing. Okay. Um, but uh, I do want X to come out at some point, but I just don't know if it's, like, in the world enough. It's not, like, a necessary... Like, people aren't waiting yeah, for it? Yeah, yeah just, okay. Me. Okay. just me. Okay, that makes
0: sense. Well, I will uh, look forward to playing that, because it seems like the kind of thing that I could really
1: like, um, but I would... I. I just Not want to know where to they know. get these accents from. Like, what what would you call the accents? Very British, it? very. But British. it's like British, like like the the uh, like the scot Scotland almost got a little bit of the the the. Uh, I'm gonna pretend like I know the uh, geography I of England. Don't know anything about the dialect, but
0: yeah, I was surprised how uh, I mean, like I, I was surprised at the accents because I just I feel like you rarely see that. Uh, I mean I guess you guess you see that in Nintendo games with like in Zelda like yeah. I think Zelda is like Brit- has like a slight british accent or whatever but
1: By the way in an R- in RCS when you're like doing stuff like in the environment doesn't it sound like Link sometimes like your character yeah. or did you choose a yeah. female character?
0: No I chose like, the the guy. Yeah, it's um, like yeah. <laughs> you get like yeah, occasionally. Yeah, yeah. When he gets hit by stuff it's like ah
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It'd be, it would be just like so great if you took a long fall you go you know, he does in, the, in <laughs> yeah. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, last big headline in. here from the Nintendo Direct. Mario Kart 8. Woohoo. That was a good impression. Hey, Thanks. real quick. That was really good.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that.
0: Mario Kart 8 got paid oh. DLC coming. <gasps> paid DLC coming. Or if you are subscribed to the Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack, it's free DLC. It is what 42 new core, and uh, it's 42 courses being added to Mario Kart 8 over the course of the next two years until the end of
1: 2023.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fucking ridiculous. What's that? <laughs> it just sounds ridiculous. And it's, they're dropping like eight tracks every few months, eight, eight at a time or so. And they are all remastered, like remade. Uh, older older tracks. So this is sort of similar to Mario Party Superstars, which I've been playing a lot with Lena, um, where it, you're taking these older versions of this game that is kind of like a formulaic, uh, repeated game, uh, and instead of having to be like, well, go ahead and buy this remade version of Mario Kart Double Dash or Mario Kart, whatever the Wii one was, or whatever, 7, I think, uh, you can just play the courses on Mario Kart Eight, I know you have feelings about this, and I'm very curious what those feelings are.
1: Wait, how to make me not excited about something? Is to say it's DLC. I don't care if it's free. I don't care if it's uh, something that's in a, a service I'm already paying for. Like, mm-hmm. I, I maybe I'm just not the 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 type of person who. Like plays this DLC, but like this doesn't get me excited to go back to Mario part uh, Mario Kart for a significant amount of time. Whereas if it was a new game, that would have gotten me just flipping excited. Yeah, and this also tells me that for two years, it's going to be a long shot to expect a new Mario Kart game.
0: I mean, this is the this is the thing that they were talking about, right? I, I would assume Mario right? Kart Nine like, with a twist. Gonna,
1: yeah, they're not going to be like, oh, so we have all these courses plus this other game coming out.
0: Right. Uh, it, to me, it makes sense that this is the way that they're going with it, because <sighs> you have all these people who have Mario Kart. How many I mean the percentage of people who own a switch that also own Mario Kart is ridiculous. I think I'm the only person in the entire world that doesn't own Mario Kart that has a switch.
1: And if you also like do the math about the people who own multiple switches,
0: <laughs> right. I mean, it, like it is insane the number of people who has who, who, who own this game. And, and the number of people who own a Switch, right? So it makes sense to me that they wouldn't want to sell a new version of it. While that would make them a lot of money because it would just be like, everyone go buy Mario Kart 9. Yeah, It makes sense to me that they would just stick with Mario Kart 8 because everyone already has it. And you're going to lose people in in the transition of, of going to Mario Kart 9 because you got people who are going to be like, well, we have Mario Kart 8 and it's a lot of fun. And we play it every, you know, every Christmas and whatever. But... I also think that where do you go from here with Mario Kart? I don't make games so I don't like I'm not and I know you don't either so it's like tough for us to ask this. But the jump from each Mario Kart game has always been significant, I would say, so that there that there is a clear difference between Mario Kart 7 and Mario Kart 8. And then 8 Deluxe wasn't like that big of a deal but it was, you know, on Switch now. So that jump has always been pretty big. Where do you how do you keep going from this? We talked a little bit about this a few episodes ago when we said like, well, it could be like Smash where you bring in all these different Nintendo characters and it could just be the Nintendo Kart racer or whatever. But I just think that it makes a lot of sense for them to say, "You know what? We're not going to be able to sell people on a new Mario Kart game. Let's just keep with the old one and just do all this DLC." get people playing the game again every few months have people either purchase the dlc individually or uh, uh jump on the the nintendo switch online plus expansion that deal has gotten a lot sweeter even with, with with this and with animal crossing and the you know nintendo 64 games and was it genesis sega genesis yeah, sega yeah. saturn whatever it was Se- whatever yeah. sega um i think this makes sense to me as a non big as a not big Mario Kart fan,
1: yeah, I guess I just I I, I am not a person who has sales num- sales numbers in front of me, but it just seems like, I mean, Mario Kart Eight is the original. How old is that? Pretty old, like it was a Wii U game. It's twenty fifteen, maybe. And then that already came out with DLC, and then the deluxe edition has all the DLC baked in cool. it with all the stuff. What is it? 2014. Okay, so you're close. That's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. You're right there. Um, I don't know. I just, I just, I, I know it's still selling. Um, is this gonna cause you to buy the game?
0: (laughs) So, uh, I'm. I almost bought it the other day because I was talking to Elena, and she's like, so we watched this direct together, and she's like, I would love to play Mario Kart, and I was like, I'll buy. You want to play? I'll buy Mario Kart. I don't own it because I just would never play it on my own. And any time I went to someone's house who was like, yo, we're going to play Mario Kart, they already had it. Yeah. Um, she's so like, do you want me to buy it? And she's like, that would be fun. Because uh, like I said, we've been playing a lot of Mario Party superstars, just doing the minigames, because yeah. she loves minigames. Um, and uh, so I-, I am probably going to get it. And then when this stuff starts releasing, we'll see if I want to pay more for the-, the Nintendo Switch Online plus expansion stuff. But um, this isn't what is going to motivate me to buy it.
1: Yeah, you know I mean... I mean? It's just, I, I would get excited when a Smash character was announced. I don't think I'm going to be yeah. excited if Wario Stadium is going to be announced from N64 in the same to way. To your
0: point, it's not, like, it's old stuff, which, like, people love old stuff, obviously, and especially with a game, like, a series like Mario Kart, which, like, has been around basically since the Super Nintendo. hmm So, like, there's a lot of nostalgia and love for those games for for every single entry because every yeah. single entry was someone's first right so redoing all these old stages like there's a lot of nostalgia there but at the end of the day it's also like oh this is just
1: more baby course
0: yeah. from double dash right yeah hey, that's, like, that's a great one they're real small yeah yeah yeah, yeah. got a grind on the way to get around Ooh, it. anyway yeah yeah um yeah yeah I, I do know what you mean and i think we. we I, okay question would you be more excited if it were new courses releasing like this no, yeah
1: yeah and i just i and and i just think like releasing a course versus releasing a character in mario kart if you release a new character it's like oh this is a heavy me- medium character or whatever it's not like in smash a new character changes so much of the meta in, yeah, in yeah. the fighting community in the competitive community in the just the the new like learning a new character that kind of thing Mario Kart, you're just dealing with like a couple of different like sliders to ch- to change from cart to cart, and it's just not the same thing. So I don't know if they're trying to make this the next like Smash Ultimate like release thing every direct have some new courses come out. I just don't think it's the the same kind of appeal that is going to get people to want to keep doing this in the same way. Um, but again, I I'm not the one with the sales numbers in front of me. This was just kind of like something that was meant to be a big mic drop moment, and I was just kind of like, cool, sure, yeah. If that makes sense i i
0: understand that those are the big headlines there was a, a lot of other stuff announced i mean there was this disney Speedstorm, which is a free-to-play kart racing thing um the uh clonoa fantasy Reverie series which is a game series i know of but never played um remasters are coming um later in the year uh mlb the show is coming to switch Uh, we've known about that for a while (laughs) but now that it's like finally happening uh it looks like mlb the show if it were to run on the nintendo switch (laughs) right um uh, what else was on here uh, triangle strategy there's a new demo you get through the first three chapters of the game and what nintendo's been doing that i do like is they let you keep your progress from your demo into the full game, yeah, uh, which it's, it's I think they've what done got me to play
1: Dragon Quest uh, Eleven, which I loved, uh, and it sure. just was a free thing. I was like, "Oh, this game is actually freaking awesome."
0: Yeah, uh, the two big things for me uh, are that Star Wars: The Force Unleashed is coming to the ne- Nintendo Switch. That first game, fucking great. At least it is in my kid brain. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if it holds up. But I remember it very fondly. Um, and then the other thing for me, big one, is Metroid Dread is getting two new modes. You are getting, uh, and I think it's out now, as of right now. Like, I think it was one of those Shadow Drop things, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, there is the Dread mode, which, if you get hit a single time, you die.
1: Uh, you'll play is, that day one, right?
0: Obviously, right? Um, which I think is cool for, like, speedrun. Like, that's going to be a crazy speedrun category. Right, like so high stakes. I'd be curious to see how many people are actually running that um, or how those routes change. And then a more accessible rookie mode, which it gives you more health and ammo, I think, which I think is kind of cool. I don't know if that is. To my understanding, I don't think that health was the accessibility um, hurdle that that game maybe needed to jump but I think anything to bring more people to the game, I think, is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, that certainly helps with the difficulty, right? But it doesn't do anything about like I don't know button remapping or things like that. But so it goes. And then finally, in April, we've been saying it, a boss rush mode. That's so hey, dope. Yeah. Not gonna go back and replay it. I lost all that muscle memory, and it controls really weird. So probably won't do that. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: I gotta grow uh, that extra finger again. Yeah,
0: I think I think that is a cool. Um, a cool addition to that game
1: yeah uh, and just hey i like these free updates are kind of cool just gets you back into it um i'll maybe try the boss rush mode we'll see where my head's at at that time but um it'd be just fun to relive those bosses again and even though i lost that initial memory i'm pretty sure i could get back in in a in a try or two to getting to a point where i'm competitive to fight that final boss again which is such a highlight of that game Yeah, i agree
0: i completely agree Anything else on here that uh, really grabbed you? Earthbound is coming to the, it's on Switch Online.
1: Yeah, I mean, n- not necessarily. Um, I-, I think to me overall, this is a little bit of a dud of a, of a direct and I, I want to, dud sounds like what am I expecting? Um, nothing that really like grabbed me to be like, ooh, I'm super, super excited with the exception of Xenoblade Chronicles 3, but even that was so underdeveloped that I'll be excited the next time they show it, I'm sure, but, yeah. um, the Fire Emblem thing was like, ugh, Myers Strikers, we knew about Splatoon, Kirby, Portal. Like P- Portal's like interesting, but it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, there's something for a lot of people on here. Um, I'm glad it was here. I don't want to be negative, but I just wish I had another new, fun, unexpected announcement, which I'm always in love with when that happens, like Metroid Dread or something. But
0: Yep, that makes sense. I thought this was a pretty good Direct similar to you though. Oh, you just made a face. What's so, up?
1: Yeah, i finished finish what you were saying.
0: Similar to you, uh, I, I. There was a lot of stuff that I was like, this isn't for me, but someone's losing their shit over yeah, Mario yeah. Strikers.
1: <laughs> right. Um, I thought No Man's Sky was a good addition to the Switch because that is such a chill game to like play mm-hmm. before you go to bed on the go with whatever. Um, like that to me, I was like, ooh, that might be a good time to jump back in because I remember trying to jump back into the PlayStation. I was like, this is just different than what yeah. I remembered. So. Uh, that could be just a cool little 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 relax and chill game for me to play, but yeah,
0: yeah, I completely agree. That's about all I got on this. Do you have any any other takes on takeaways from from these this Nintendo Direct?
1: I was being conservative in my uh, drafting of Xenoblade Chronicles three, and I was out drafted, so I did not able, was not able to pick that game up. So, do
0: you think it'll score well?
1: Yeah, the other games have scored very well, so I would assume. Uh, if it's even online, I mean, the worst would be an 85, I would say. So yeah, I think it will score real well. Should have, should have, okay. uh, put a little, little more of my Skrilla down, but hey, that's for, uh, that's when, I uh, gotta no. Oh, someone already has that. What's the next big game that's coming out that no one knows about Fallen Order? Do I have that one yet? Should I get someone that?
0: Someone has that, I think. I feel, I feel like I remember that. Am but... I just
1: telling everyone my secrets?
0: Uh, yeah, but like.
1: What Who's are they going to do about at this like, point of the podcast? You know what I Pre- mean. Precisely, <laughs>
0: precisely. But if you are listening, hey, thanks so much. We, we do appreciate, appreciate it. Um, if you wouldn't mind following us on Twitter at HitboxPod, uh, you can DM us, send us a tweet about what you thought of of any of the things we t- covered in this episode, from the Nintendo Direct, if you thought it was good, if you thought it was bad, to um, to Cyberpunk's. Uh, uh, Mm, current gen upgrade in, in Pokemon legends, Arceus and all that jazz. You can, uh, like I said, follow us there, tweet at us, DM us at hitbox pod. You can send us an email, all that information too, um, at hitbox official podcast at gmail.com. You are listening to this on Spotify or, apple podcasts or whatever your platform of choice is and it would mean a whole lot to us if you followed us on there and also gave us a little review on spotify they just um allowed uh, users to leave reviews and it's really simple it takes two seconds we would really appreciate you leaving a review for us that would be so cool uh am i missing anything here justin at the end no I think seafood I... review will be up later this week See I'm you. about to talk about it right now um i'm See excited to get into that with you so, two episodes this week. Happy Hitbox Day to you, listener. Assuming it is Wednesday.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, that's
1: all I got. Justin? Uh, hey, I, I'm, uh, I'm about to go on a trip with a Switch. So, if you have any suggestions of a Switch game, either new or old, for me to pick up, want you to tweet it at me. Because, um, you know, a fun little game. doesn't have to be a long one, a little experience game that I might not have uh, realized is out there. Uh, just let me know. Did you ever get into Stardew Valley? Uh, I tried. It was a little slow. You know, speaking of love, like yeah. uh, RCS kind of stuff, that's the kind yeah. of speed that the game started with me. But
0: That's very fair. Yeah, okay. Well, that was my recommendation. <laughs> I think I have but, it
1: on the Switch too, so I, there's no excuse for me not trying to play it more. <laughs> there you go. So there there you, go. you
0: go. Hey, thanks so much for listening. We will catch you uh, either in the Seafood Review if you're interested or next week for another episode. Always remember, old games are old. We will talk to you later. Bye
1: bye All right that's I'll stop recording <laughs>